0: Praise the Lord.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Praise the Lord.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Welcome, everybody, to 2023 Youth Week RG Takeover Thursday. And before we get into the panel discussion tonight, uh, we'll just begin with an opening prayer. In Jesus' name. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for a great time in your presence. Lord, as we go about this panel discussion tonight, I just ask that you help us speak through us, and may your spirit lead this entire discussion. And may your name be glorified, and may the lessons and the responses from our panelists be heard by the audience online and in person. In Jesus' name, I pray.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: So to provide everybody with a little overview of this panel discussion, first of all, the topic is the will of God and an overview is as we grow in our knowledge of jesus and navigate this journey of life we are called to be aligned with god's will so we're also called to surrender our desires or what we want to do and align ourselves with what god wants for us so in this panel we'll be talking about the will of god and uh, in this panel, uh, we'll also be discussing how we are to remain steadfast despite what the world throws at us, as well as trusting and obeying God's leading every step of the way. So to kick us off with the first question, what does the will of God mean? And before we go into that first question, I'll just ask our panelists to introduce themselves. Hey, everybody. Everybody.
2: Hey, everybody. (laughs) Pass it over. Hey, everybody. Um, My name is Kevin, and I'm excited to be here.
1: Hi, everyone. My name is Chinalo Okolo. I'm also super excited to be here and share some of my words of wisdom with you guys.
3: Good evening, everyone. Hi, my name is Mario Corrier and I'm excited to be on this lovely panel with everyone.
4: Hey, everybody. <laughs> and I'm excited to be here.
0: Amen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so to kick us off with the first question, what does the will of God mean?
3: So I think... Um, the will of God, it means, so when we think about that, right, sometimes we kind of, uh, we think of, like, the bigger picture of what the will of God is, so we we think of, of maybe, um, like, oh, what school I should go to, or, like, who I should marry, or, like, what job I should take, like, we kind of, like, put in that big, like, scheme of things, right, but what I think the will of God means is, yes, those two, those things are factual and true, but it's also, it's, it's like how God wants us to live our life, right? So it's like he wants us to, like, whatever is good and pleasing to him, right? So that's like, that is considered, in my opinion, the will of God, right? It's not only, yes, those things matter of like who I should marry, you know, what job I should take, what school I should take, those are all wonderful, but also we should, like the will of God is for us how we should live our life and we should live our life according to what he has planned for us and purpose for us.
2: Wow. When I think of the will of God I think of the will of God as the, the safest place to be in and the reason why I say that is because obviously we all know that God created the whole world and he created everything with a purpose even um, everything like even the trees, human beings animals, everybody has a purpose and if God knows what Every, per, everybody's purpose is, and he's a good God, and he's a loving father to us, then he has good plans for us. And um, I know we all know that verse that says, um, for the, I know the plans that I have for you, plans of peace and plans for you to prosper. So, like, we could see that, like, God's will for us is to be peaceful, to prosper. God has good plans for all of us, basically. And so I'll say it's, like, the safest place to be in. And out of the will of God is the most dangerous place to be in. (laughs) That's what I'll say.
1: Um, When I think of the will of God, I first think of, you know, God's perfect plan for the world and what he wants the world to look like um, in his eyes. Um, I believe that, you know, God's mission for us as his children is to spread his word and to build, you know, build his kingdom and... um, bring others closer to him. So I feel like that's one side of God's will. Um, And within that as well, we also have to remember that um, it's something that we need to be consistent about. So it also matters how we're living our lives and we need to be intentional about all the actions we take. So, um, you know, as you said, it's not just the big things like where will I go to school or who will I marry, but in the little decisions that we make day to day, even if it's just, uh, you know, putting a dish in the sink or something, and you hear that little voice in your head telling you like you know maybe i should maybe I should just wash this and not leave it for the next person like those little things are when we get to choose if we want to like walk in god 's will or not um, so yeah that 's what I think of when i when I think of the will of God
4: So to me, the will of God is god 's doing, and you know for God to really do his will and really show you what to do, you have to totally submit to him and totally just be willing to just let everything go, let go of your ego, let go of everything, you know, and just really follow his word. And then you'll see amazing things happen in your life.
0: So great answers around the board. Um, I really liked Mary's answer leading off. It's, The will of God is to be pleasing to God, you know, doing what pleases him. And then Kevin also mentioned um, being aligned with the purpose and the plans that God has for our lives. So that was a great answer as well. And then Chi-Chi talked about building his kingdom and, you know, living a godly lifestyle. And that way we can spread the word through our daily life. And then Kamsi, he just mentioned surrender. So just surrendering our our own desires and, you know, aligning ourselves with what God wants for us. So great answers. Excellent. So for the second question, do you believe or do you have to be a believer to walk in the will of God? And if so, how does a believer learn the will of God? So I'll start that off.
4: So yes, I believe you have to be a believer in order to, you know, walk in the will of God. Because, you know, a team has a captain, you know, so people won't follow the captain if he's not a good leader. You have to really believe the person, believe what he's, what he's te- teaching you, telling you the game plan. So once you do that, you have the strongest soldiers because they'll do anything for that, that captain. So when you totally, you know, believe in God, you'll become a believer and you'll walk in this faith. And you can um, strengthen that and become a believer by just listening to his word, reading the Bible, and truly meditating on it. So when I mean truly meditating, I don't mean just read it one day and then just you know, go back to your regular life. I mean read it, meditate on it, and start doing those actions too. So that's what you have to do.
1: Um, I can go off next. Um, I agree. I do think that you have to be a believer to walk in the will of God. Um, I feel as though if you aren't close to God, if you don't have that personal relationship with him, if you know you don't spend time in your prayer closet or spend that one-on-one time with him, how do you know what his, like, what his voice sounds like? How do you know when he's speaking to you versus when it's your own desires? Um, so I, I think you do need to be a believer to walk in the will of God. Otherwise, you will be a bit lost and you won't know whether to go left or right. Um, how does a believer learn the will of God? Um as Kempsey said, you know, spend time in your word. Um pray to God, listen to gospel music. And you know, sometimes it may it may be hard to pray like those urges like where we feel like uh oh, you know, I don't I don't think God's hearing me. I don't feel like he's listening to me. Those are the times where you need to be like the most like fervent in in your time in prayer those are the times where you really need to push because it's when you're really close to that breakthrough it's when you're close to getting that like revelation or answer that you know the the devil will try to test you and and turn your head away from god um so yeah just remaining consistent um in that you know yearning to want to hear from god
3: So, yeah I agree with what both of um the panelists said. I think you obviously have to be a believer to to um to walk in the will of God because if you if you're not then who you who are you listening to but um, so it's like who exactly are you are you walking um who are you walking to right um and then also um I think what's essential is also you need to. Have the Holy Spirit in you and to also be transformed so if you I'm not sure if you guys have it but Colossians 1 verse 9 to 12 um yeah. 9 to 12. Yeah. So it says in the new King James version, so it says for this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding that you may walk, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, full, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing the knowledge of God. So that's up till verse, well, verse 10, right? So in order no, no, like one way you you can walk in the world is also just like I mentioned, um, or oh, that was previous to mention, is to pray. So you have to pray and ask God, and um, that you want to get the full understanding, get the full knowledge of who He is and what He has for our life. I think with everything in, we do in life, and whenever we confuse, we're confused or we're lost or anything, we have to always resort resort to prayer. And I feel prayer is the key answer to everything in life. So yeah.
2: Praise God. Um, so I'm just going to answer the second part of it, because I feel like we all answered the first part correctly, that we all have to be believers to walk in the will of God. But like, how does somebody learn the will of God? Um, so I think it all depends on like the factors in your life that are hindering you from learning the will of God, but... um I feel like the first step for somebody to learn the will of God is to have a reverence for God, have a respect for God, because I think the Bible says in Proverbs chapter nine verse ten, it says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So, if somebody fears and respects God, right? Like for example, like the people you you, you guys respect in your lives, in your daily lives, you guys will see them in a the light that, okay, I want to respect this person by the way I treat them or the way I'm around them. So you do things to please them. So when somebody respects God and when somebody reverences God, they will do something that, they will do things to please God. And so that will take them to the next step of asking God, what do you want me to do? And it's all in the heart posture. Because we could say it with our mouth, God, what do you want me to do? But then when God tells you what uh, he wants you to do, you're like, nah. <laughs> so um, when you ask God, um, God, what do you want me to do? It comes out of respect. It comes out of reverence. And then uh, somebody I think about that did this a lot was David. Because they called David the man after God's heart, right? Yeah, the man after God's heart. That's a, That's a big name. <laughs> but <laughs> anyways, David was somebody that always respected God like from A to Z he always asked God like God what do you want me to do there were multiple examples of situations where like the human reason like he would be faced with a situation and the human reasoning would just be to go ahead and do this but instead he would ask God "Um, I have some scriptures on that let me see I didn't give this to production but um 2 Samuel chapter 5, verse 19. So this was when the David was um, faced with the Philistines. Like they came to to fight him and everything. And the, the obvious thing to do is to fight back. <laughs> but instead, David asked in verse 19, it says, So David asked the Lord, should I go out and fight the Philistines? Will you hand them over to me? And the Lord replied to David, yes, go ahead. I will certainly hand them over to you. And then also in like verse 20, um, verse 22, it says, but after a while, the Philistines returned again and spread out across the valley of Rephaim. And, And again, David asked the Lord, what do you, and again, David asked the Lord what to do. And the Lord replied, do not attack them straight on. Instead, circle around behind and attack them near the poplar trees. So, Like, it just shows how, like, David had so much respect for God. Like, even in fighting, David will ask, God, do you want me to go and fight them? And God will be like, yes. Or, God, do you want me to fight them? God will be like, yes, but do this instead. I know the first time you asked me to fight him, you went straight ahead and you did it. But this time, I want you to do it this way. So that's somebody that has, like, reverence for God and wants to know what God wants him to do. And his heart posture is in line with God's heart. And another thing I'll say in learning the will of God is, like you guys said, spending time with God and making time for God. So, praise God.
0: Hallelujah. Yes, great answers there. First, I just want to recap because those those answers were marvelous. So, first off, to learn... The, In order to walk in the will of God, you need to be a believer, first of all. And you can't do that without the Holy Spirit, which is what Mary mentioned. You need to have the Holy Spirit. You need to surrender to the Holy Spirit's leading and be led by the Spirit. And in order to do that, you have to spend time in his presence, which is what Chinello mentioned. Very, very essential prayer and, you know, uh, worshiping him, praising his name, thanking him for everything. And that just ties into respecting him, which was, which is what Kevin uh, mentioned. So, just respecting him, revering him, uh, being aligned with his word, and just going to him for instructions. Because a lot of times in life, we just really don't know what to do. We just, we just don't know which way to turn or how to go about things. So, it's very, very important to ask God for direction concerning any part of your, of your life. And then to wrap things up together. Uh, Kimsey mentioned being a team with God. So you don't have to do this alone. You don't have to do the journey of life alone. Like you have God on your side. And the Bible says, if God be for us, who can be against us? So you guys did very, very excellently there. And uh, for the next question, how do we differentiate between our own desires and the will of God?
2: So, to be honest, it's hard to differentiate it if if you've been conformed to the world. Because automatically, like once you're born into this world, there are already influences just thrown at you trying to make you think like the world. The world wants you to think like them, the world wants you to act like them, the world wants you to fit in, the world wants you to do what the world is doing. And um, so, If somebody like just gave their life to Christ and they're still like a new Christian they're still going through changes so like their changes are not gonna happen overnight so a lot of people already conform to the world in the way they think in the way they act and so it will be hard for somebody like that to be able to differentiate between the will of God and their desires some of them are just going based off feelings, like, "Oh, I feel like God wants me to do this," but then the Bible is saying otherwise. But God said in the book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 2, that "Do not be conformed to the behaviors and customs of this world, but be transformed in the renew, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds." Um, so God wants our minds to be transformed. God wants us to think different from the world because the world thinks like this and god thinks up here god's ways are higher than our ways right so um but for somebody that's walking with god god is in his mercy teaching them growing growing them cultivating them removing some old thoughts that are not in line with him and putting some new thoughts in him He's watering the seeds that he placed into them. So everybody's in their different journeys with God. So um, it will be hard to give like a clear cut answer that, oh, if your desire is this, that means it's not God's will. Or if your desire is this, it's God's will. Because everybody's in their different walks with God. But one thing I'll say is um, God is a very merciful God. And he loves his children so much. I like to think of it as like a father that's holding his child, Right? And they're walking, maybe to the store or something. And um, the child, like the father's not gonna let go of the child because he loves the child so much. Even though the child might be trying to do whatever or is not walking correctly, let's say he's zigzagging, and the the, the father's like, oh, just walk straight. God is still holding, the father is still holding the child's hands. So there was a verse that I was thinking about that kind of encouraged me. And it's in Psalm 37, verse 4 to 5, and then verse 23 to 24. So verse 4 to 5, it says, Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart, your heart's desires. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him, and he will help you. And then verse 23 to 24 it says, I love this one. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall, for the Lord holds them by the hand. That's the, the same picture I was just talking about. Like, the Lord is holding us by the hand, and even though we may stumble, let's say the father is walking a child, and there's like a pothole, and the, ch- the father goes around the pothole, trying to avoid the pothole, but then the child, even though he's following the father, still, like, walks close to the pothole and, like, trips, the father's still holding him, so he 's not going to fall all the way he 's going to hold him through it and take him keep him on the path that he 's going to until he reaches his destination so that 's how I see it with the Lord like If we trust the Lord and we commit all our ways to him, He will give us the desires of our hearts like I said. And when he gives you desires of your hearts, it's going to be in line with his will for us. And even though we may miss it in some ways, because we're all human, we're flesh, we're going to make mistakes, even though we may miss him, as long as we're trusting him, we're trusting our life into his his care, and we're trusting God to take us all the way through, even though we stumble, we're not going to fall. He's going to hold us and get us through. So that's the encouraging scripture I have for um, this question.
3: Praise the Lord. So I agree like 100% with uh, what Kev said. Because, and so like what what Kevin mentioned before, I think the last question about our heart posture, right? right? So I think that also goes, it kind of correlates with this question as well because we need to, make sure make sure our heart is aligned with what God wants for us, right, so yes, it can be sometimes um, hard to distinguish between our own desires and god 's uh, god 's desires but if we but if we position our heart in a way for us to actually i guess receive what He has for us, then our desires will be aligned with what He has for us, right so that 's kind of like kind of piggybacking what uh, Kevin said, but also what it's important that we also must learn to walk with God. And that, obviously, that goes about us developing a relationship with him, right? Whether it's through our obedience to whatever he says, whether how minor or major it might be, through prayer, whatever it is, like we have to be able to develop that relationship relationship with him. And... And, um, and also as well, listen to the Holy Spirit, that's like, like key. So if we go to Psalms 119 verse 105 in ERV, um, it says, your word is like a lamp that guides my steps, a light that shows the path I should take. So once we develop that relationship with God, right? Once we spend the time in prayer, spend time to listen to what he, obeying to whatever he tells us to do, his His words will be able to actually guide us in everything we're able to do. And by doing that, we, we will be able to distinguish, okay, is this what God wants me to do? Or is this like, is this what I want to do? So a quick story, but not, you know, not too much. But uh, there's a like, I guess... For a while now, I've been going through some, some things, trying to uh, distinguish, okay, this, this, is this what God wants me to do, right? So I, initially, I would, I would go about saying, this is what I want to do, this is what I want to do. I kept on saying it over and over and over again, this is what I want to do, I want to do. And it came to a point in which I said, I stopped, I just prayed, I said, okay, God, is this what you want me to do? Because this is what I want to do, this is what my heart's telling me, but I have to make sure that the decision I'm gonna make is something that you want me to do. Because if I don't do it, I mean, if I don't, if I don't go to God and ask him to, to guide me in the decision, trust and believe, yes, our God is merciful, he'll, he'll like bring me back, but I personally do, want, do not wanna to go to a stage in where I feel, I like, I just went out of God's will, like I just blatantly ignored him, I started doing something that he didn't want me to do, right? So I had to literally sit down and like just pray and ask God, this is a decision that I want to do, but if it's not what you want me to do, if it's not the will you have for me, then please help me and guide me on how I should go so that's kind of a little story about, um, about like situation. But, you know, we have to make our heart posture aligned with God. We have to make sure we just continue to walk with him and continue to build that relationship we have, we have with him so that he can be able to help us to, to distinguish between the desires we want and the desires that um, he has for us. So,
4: Yeah, just to chime in on what they both said. Those are both great answers. And um, also... You could also differentiate the desires, your own desires versus desires of God by just like asking yourself this, you know, if you attain what you wanna attain, who would it really help out? Cause you know, most of our desires only helps out only us, you know, but desires of God, it helps out us and the people around us. So that's the one question you wanna ask before you go ahead and just, you know, try to do something that you only wanna do for yourself.
1: I guess i'll just add one last point um as everyone was you know kind of sharing their thoughts um something kept running through my mind which is um you lose your life trying to hold on to it but once you let go of your life that's when you truly find it um so i believe that you know instead of fighting to get the desires of like our own lives of our flesh and the things that we think we want we should really just let go and be open to the movement of god within our life
0: Praise God. Wow. Chichi mentioned something very great there. I'm not sure if you guys caught that. She said, if you hold on to your life, you lose it. But if you give up your life for the sake of Jesus Christ, that's when you gain true life. And that's when your heart posture becomes aligned with what he wants you to do. And then also Kevin mentioned that, you know, we live in a world where like, People just influence us like people of the world like influence us, and sometimes our desires really aren 't at all aligned with God, so we have to like you know be able to differentiate what the world is telling us to do versus what God is telling us to do, and that can only come about by like spending time in his presence and uh, getting aligned with his word and Something that Mary mentioned uh she mentioned that. Well, an analogy came to my mind uh, when you think that you're on the right path, right? Or you think you're taking the right steps or you're just in your own desires, you're kind of like in your own kind of will. This analogy came to my mind where you're like climbing up this building, like a tall building, you're climbing up this ladder, and then once you reach the top of the building, you find yourself on the wrong building. So like, imagine that. You're just doing what you wanna do your entire life, and then you find yourself on the wrong building, which would be God, not God's will for your life. So it's very important that you know, we align ourselves with God's will, we get our heart postured towards him by spending time in his presence, and that's how we differentiate our desires versus what God wants for us. So for our next question, is God's will always clear, or is it sometimes hard to discern?
3: So I'll take that. This kind of you know goes about with the for the last question. I feel like um, I feel his will. His will. Okay, I'm gonna be very careful how I answer this question because I I feel like sometimes it can be difficult to understand his will because it might depend on the level of faith that you're at, right? So and that also goes about with how like it goes about with how intentional you are with wanting to know as well. It's a lot of questions. It's a lot in that one thing, but it's you have to be intentional to to want to know His will, and your level of faith goes back, goes to okay. Are you are you someone who's like at the very beginning, and they just like you just you just heard about God, you know he's, He exists, but you don't know anything about it, or you're someone who has developed a level, and you in your walk where you understand okay, this is what God wants for me. This is this I have cultivated. Cultiva- excuse me. Um, my understanding of who he is and what he has for my life. So so is it always clear? It all depends on the level you're at. But, um, and it can be hard to discern as well because the level is, if you're at the beginning, you may not, you may go back and forth like a, like just decide, okay, is this God? No, it's not God. Is it God? No, it's not God. Is it, maybe, who knows? I don't know, help, you know? So all those things could be happening at one time. But if, at, but if you're at a certain point, you can easily say, Okay, well, I know with 120% certainty that this is what God is telling me to do. I'm going to go. So I think just we, we have to learn how to continue to develop that relationship with him so we can be able to distinguish between the two. And... Um, Another way, I think I keep on continuing to say prayer. I, I will not. I will never like stop saying it. Prayer is very important. Um, if you go to verse uh, Psalms 25, 4-5, in ERV, it says, Lord, help me learn your ways. Show me how you want me to live. Guide me and teach me your truths. You are my God, my Savior. You are the one I have been waiting for. So you look at that, it's... We have to go to God in prayer and ask him, okay, this is what, like, I need you to teach me what exactly you want me to do. And a simple, and it doesn't have to be like a long prayer or anything like that, just that simple verse alone can, it's it's telling God that you want to know what he wants for your life, right? And... And prayer, like I keep on saying, prayer is very, very important. So just continue to pray, and that will be able to help you understand, discern um, his will, and make it a little bit more clear for you.
2: A bet. Um, so, yeah, like, like what Mary was saying, Sometimes it could be hard. It depends on, like you said, the person's level of faith. Um, But one thing I know is that God always wants to give us details. He wants to give us details the same way he gave David details about fighting the Philistines or go behind the, the tree and fight them from this angle. Like, those type of details, God wants to give it to us. There's some people that could hear God clearly, like, how we're talking right now. And there's some people that... God has to like work in them, like move their heart this way and have them t- talk to this person and then this person will give them this idea. So God has his way for everybody. God knows everybody's um, spiritual development. <laughs> Sorry, not. But, um, <laughs> but um, God knows how to get to everybody. But one thing I will say though is that being that God wants to get uh, the message across to everybody, sometimes we do make it hard for God But let me explain it. So like, (laughs) there's nothing hard for God, but sometimes we do complicate things. So for example, let's say God wants to give you details on the next step of your life, right? and you're not coming to church, you're not reading your Bible, you're talking to your friends, you're not having any godly conversations, you're listening to the wrong music, you're just living however. Like, God is trying to bring friends so that they could at least spark the conversation, but you're pushing those friends away. God is trying to tell you in the next sermon, maybe at Bible study or RG or Sunday or whatever, and you're not coming. God is trying to change your YouTube content to preachers or something but you're not listening like God is trying to do like different uh go through different ways to get to you but sometimes we're just like oh I prayed the prayer and I'm just gonna go my way and just live how I want to live so if you're now seeing delay and people start saying stuff like oh I pray how come God is not answering my prayers because you're not listening you don't want to listen, you don't want to attend you don't want to ponder, you don't want to meditate like at least like give God something to work with is what I'll say like God wants to work with you but give him something to work with so I feel like that will if, at least if you give God something to work with, it will make it clearer of what he wants you to do. So that's what I got to say.
0: Praise God. So Mary mentioned something very, very important. Intentionality. So you have to be intentional about, you know, seeking God's will so that way it can become clear to you. Because there's no way it can become clear if you're just not intentional, Right right and so also you mentioned like different levels of faith like and i'm i was over here saying like kind of laughing a little bit because i found myself doing that exact thing like is this God's will is it not is it this God's will is it not or oh, am i my own desires help oh, yeah like I went through that exact same thing so that, that's why i was like kind of giggling over here but it's true like if you're uh, you know growing in your in the faith and you know starting to read your word it can be like you know hard because you're complicating it like you're not really doing what you're supposed to do like you know praying and you know going to church or you're not really like surrendering your own desires and you're still you know living in the world and doing this and doing that so in a sense like i was like complicating things for myself when if i would have just like you know submitted earlier maybe things would have gone a lot smoother you know so yeah very great points So for our next question, and Kevin touched on this a little bit, but if anybody else would like to speak on it, are there any hindrances to walking in God's will?
1: Um, I can take this one. Um, I think all in all, when it comes to walking in God's will, there has to be a point where we take accountability and realize that the true hindrance may be ourselves. It may be, you know, ourselves allowing outside influences to, you know, like feed these thoughts into our mind and impacts what we think our capacity is to walk in the will of God. Um things like what your friends are doing or what you see those on social media doing or what you think is the status quo, what you think will be right or accepted by the people around you Um, but what we allow to persist will persist um, at the end of the day so i think we just need to be intentional about um, wanting to build our own capacity to walk in the will of god Um, and i think that this is why god gave us you know he gave us free will um, the will to choose our own will, our own desires, or free will to choose, you know, his own will, and not just in the big decisions that we have to make, but you know, in the little things that we do every day. Um, these are the the chances that we have to build our capacity um, and to show God that you know we're able and we're willing. Um, so I highlighted uh, 1 Corinthians 10:31, um, NIV. And it says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. So when you walk in God's will, not only are you, you know, walking in you know, this perfect destiny that he has created for you, but you're also glorifying his name. Um, and I, I believe that By glorifying his name, you're also completing the bigger will that God has um, for the world and for his kingdom, which is to bring other people closer to him. Because once others see God's light shining through you, I feel like they'll be more willing to find that light of God within themselves as well.
4: That was a great answer. So yeah, I believe there are many hindrances, especially when you're trying to walk in God's will. Um... You know, as soon as you step outside, there's a lot of distractions, a lot of temptations outside, you know, especially as a young child of God, you know, people of your age might be doing other things that, you know, God would not want you to do. So just always have to stay clear and follow the will of God. And there's always a promise, there's always a promise and um, always a promise that God will keep to you, which will be a brighter future and it will say that also in matthew chapter 5 verse 10 through 12. so this scripture says blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness for theirs is in the kingdom of heaven blessed are you when people insult you persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So that basically just says, you know, even back in the day, you know, there are very much very there are very much many hindrances back then, and it's still gonna be the same until today, but that promise is that you know, that promise is seeing heaven. So that's awaiting for you. You just have to stay clear and follow the will of God
3: so yes, I also there are several hindrance, hindrance excuse me, to walking in with God's will. It can be our own self-will, like our own desires, what we want to do, meaning God can tell us something, right? And he can clearly, he can be as clear today as to say like, don't do this, right? And where we can be in a position to say, "Yeah, I, I see you. I understand, but I don't want to do that." Right? I'm pretty sure, maybe not maybe not everyone, but a, a majority of people have probably felt that at one point in their life when God is making something very clear to you, but you decide to blatantly ignore what He has to say because it's something that's didn't fit in the plan that you have for your life. Like you, like me, myself, Mary has a plan for my life and I'm not listening to God, right? (laughs) So I think that my own desires can um, be a hindrance to uh, God's will. And if we look at Proverbs 3, 5, and then also like not, not trusting him as well, right? So Proverbs 3, 5, 6, which was, I think was stated before, but this is an ERV version. It says, trust the Lord completely and don't depend on your own knowledge. With every step you take, think about what he wants and he will help you go the right way. So the main point there is like trust in him completely do not I shouldn't depend on what me myself and I want to do for my life because if I do that I'm depending on 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 just my own desires and not on I'm not with him right and also the other verse that was mentioned before was Romans 12 verse 2 an NIV, I will read. It says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, then you will be able to test and approve what what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So the world can be a major hindrance to us walking in God's will. And that could be maybe like the, the music we listen to, the people we are around, the environment we're in, the just the world in general like it's clear as day is that but so if we allow that to influence influence come into our heart and influence our life that is a major major hindrance to what god has for us so
2: praise god um so like this is something that was bothering me for a while because i remember i used to like ask like how come like god will say how come my desire will be to do a and almost like 50 to 60 or even 99 percent of the time god's will is for me to do b and i'm like because anytime that happens in my heart i'm ready wrestling with god and i know that's not the right thing to do but i'm wrestling with god, god this sounds better which is not cuz god knows better but in my mind i'm like this sounds better how come i'm not doing it this way like i'm wrestling and god will have to now like work on me and go i have to go through this process and then i end up doing b so i, I found out like this was something that was bothering me for a while like every time i wanted to do every like a lot of times my heart desire was to do a and god's desire was to do b right one of the things i found out was that um like you said romans 12:2, like being conformed to the world that's going to make your heart desire to be what the world wants another thing i learned was that i wasn't um practicing submission and i remember i asked this in sunday school the same question and i think Oyeka brought it up like submission is something that we all ought to learn as we're here on earth because when you learn how to submit in order to submit to God, you have to learn how to submit to human beings. And when you learn how to submit to human beings, then it'll be easier for you to submit to God. When, when Let's say your heart desires to do A, and God says B, it'll be easier for you to submit to God. So, submission was one of the things that I had to learn. And there's like a scripture in 2 Timothy chapter 2. Um, I didn't give this to production either. Um, it says... Two verse three it says, Endure suffering along with me as good oh I did. Okay, endure suffering along with me as good soldiers of Christ, Jesus. Soldiers don't get tied up in the affairs of civilian life, for then they cannot please the officer who enlisted them. And athletes cannot win the prize unless they follow the rules. And hardworking farmers should be the first to enjoy the fruits of their labor. Think about what I am saying. The Lord will help you understand all these things. So endurance suffering what, what I'm learning about suffering, like suffering, is not. A lot of people think suffering is sickness and poverty. That's not the suffering God wants us to endure. God wants us to endure through, like being a soldier for Christ. We have, we ought to have this. M- soldier-like mentality when we're following God because Jesus is our Lord so we do have to learn how to say yes sir when he says do this yes sir do this yes sir and we shouldn't be wrestling with God and saying but God this is a better idea this doesn't sound wise like no God when God says this we should say yes sir and a lot of times it will eat at our flesh like our flesh would be like Nah, I don't want to do this like this sounds like your flesh is gonna like tingle a little bit but this is some this is something we do have to practice and another thing that I learned about um like the hindrances is distractions and like comparing ourselves and having this competitive mindset um I did notice that like a lot of times like people like wanna be the most popular person, they wanna make it to the top, like you're saying, like you're climbing this building and you're climbing the wrong building. You want to be the, the 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 man on the on the gram, you want to be this person on social media. You want to have the best music out. You want to have the the best uh the good the most good-looking church or you want to have the most followers that you preach to or whatever it is. Everybody knows their heart. And so it's like a matter of asking yourself like God, check my heart or you ask yourself, will God be pleased if he looks at the at the posture of my heart? Cause it's not bad to make good music or um, want to like present yourself well in of itself but if your hard posture is to be oh I want to be the, the like basically you're competing with other people that are not even competing with you like you're just you want to have the best car or whatever just to show off to your friends that's not the right posture and those type of things they do derail you from walking with god or walking in the the will of god because your energy is going to be focused on i want to make it to the top so you one you're going to be doing things on your own strength you're not going to be relying on god's grace and two you're you're just losing sight of god's will for you and you're just going off your own tangent and doing your own thing and that's what i feel like is a, another hindrance of walking with god praise god
0: hallelujah yeah gems 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 like straight fire. <laughs> That's all I heard. So just to summarize this question, Chanello mentioned something very important. Like sometimes that number one hindrance might be yourself. <laughs> it, like, it really just might be you. So you have to check within yourself, inside of you, you got to check your heart posture. Like you got to check what am I being distracted by? Am I trying to do things on my own? Am I following my own desires? Really have to like take a you know a real check at yourself to really understand if I'm whether or not I'm following God or not so and also Kevin mentioned something really important as well. Sometimes you might try to argue find yourself arguing with God which is crazy. (laughs) Arguing with God is crazy but Sometimes you find yourself doing that like because you either have like option A or option B. Sometimes it's what God wants you to do versus what you want to do. And sometimes what you want to do might be faster. It might like get you the result quicker. It might be the fun way to do things. It might be more like a pleasure route, kind of, versus what God wants you to do, which is perfect. It's perfect. There's no better plan in the world than what God has planned for you. So being aligned with God's will for your life will lead you directly into your perfect destiny. And I think that's like just the most beautiful way to go about life. So to conclude the panel discussion, I'm just going to ask our final question for the night. Can any of you, any of our panelists here, share a personal experience where you believe you followed God's will, and how did you know it was his guidance?
2: Okay, I'll take this. Um, So I remember, this is recently too, like when I was studying for my boards. So initially, I started off with this material that I was using to study. And then later, I went on Amazon, and I found this cheap uh, resource, it was like $80, compared to like, what other resources are charging, like thousands and stuff. This one was just $80, so I started off with that. Although people were giving me bad reviews on it, in per- like online, it gave me good reviews, but word of mouth, people were complaining about it and giving me bad reviews. Then somebody gave me a recommendation about this other review program, um, it was way more expensive, but there, everybody was saying, look, if you use this program, you're guaranteed to pass. Like basically saying, like you're, like they said, they have I think a 99% chance of passing, and if you fail, you get your refund. So like, that's how sure that they are, that you're gonna pass if you use this resource. But they're selling it for like thousands of dollars, and I wasn't trying to spend all that. But I did consider that. So I was thinking about it one time, opened my laptop, like put it in my heart like so if you follow my grace you won't get the are you saying that you won't have a 99% or even 100% guarantee that you pass this exam as well I'm like oh that's true <laughs> so basically I was saying like saying to me that don't trust in in like how did, how did he say to David, don't trust in your horses or your chariots, but you should, we should trust in God. So basically, God was telling me not to trust in the review programs that everybody's saying this will get you your success. Like my success, come, my success comes from God, and so I had to remind myself that. So along the way, I, I continued to use the program I was using, and um, I was still getting like people coming to me and complaining about what I'm using. and telling me about the one they're using, which is more expensive. But I had to remember what God put in my heart that it's God that gives me the success, not the books or the programs. And so I took the exam and by the grace of God, I passed it in flying colors. So that was a way that I knew that God, I was following God's will on that plan. Praise God.
3: So I also have a little story. okay, can you share a personal experience where you believe you follow God's will and you know, and how do you know it was his guidance, right? So for me, it kind of goes back to this other question, right? Like, what are the hindrances to um, walking in the will of God, right? So I had a situation in which I was allowing the influence of others to help me make the decision I was going to make, right? A really big decision, and I would listen to, like, Tom, Jerry, Bob, Michelle, Catherine, all these random people. I'm just like, I need help. I need help. What do you think? What do you think? And they're like, It's a good idea. Do it. Do it. Do it. And I was, and and like in my heart, after a certain point in my life, at a certain point, I knew for a fact that God was telling me not to do it. It was just. I wasn't, you know how you sometimes when you know your, your place situation and then your heart is like unsettled and you're just like, you feel very, very anxious and you know in your heart that this is something you're not supposed to do, right? But I allow the influence of other people to come into my life and just say, No, Mary, you know, it's good. That's what God wants you to do. They're telling me what God wants me to like for my life, which is another like little red flag. Don't allow people to tell you what God is having for your life, which is, that's another story, another panel discussion. But um, so that's happened but there wasn't it was it wasn't until I I had to really like with the help of like you know like uh, like my spiritual mentor and things like that things that people like for example our pastors are very very helpful with everything like if you don't have a spiritual mentor or anyone to to help you in guidance like our pastors are like top-notch so um, it wasn't until like I had to like really you know understand and talk to someone that I value and trust that it wasn't God's, it really was not God's will for my life. It really was not. It was something that he, that I know for a fact that God was saying, no, this is not what you need to be doing, right? And how did it? Like, how did I know? It was his guidance? Is because once I came to understanding that this is what ignoring what everyone else was saying, right? Like everyone, like I said, Tom, Jerry, Catherine, Michelle, everyone, every random person, right? Um, it's like once I had the peace in and like my spirit, like I was no longer anxious. I was no longer like, oh my gosh, what should I do? What should I do? That peace that I had gave me like. Full reassurance that this is God's will. God wants me to do this and not listen to what Tom, Jerry, whatever told me what God's will is for my life, right? So that peace that passes all understanding, right? That is what that is what that is how I knew that was God's guidance for and what that's how I knew that is what God wanted for my life. So whenever you feel anxious, lost, confused, and you have like a peace of mind in your spirit you should know with 100% certainty that is God. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, I can also um, kind of go off that as well because I've also experienced this, um, like... Anxiousness, um, but I'll just start from the beginning. Um, so it actually goes along with like my experience in university, um, and I went to like a really uh, prestigious school. I went to UPenn, and my brother had also had also went there. Um, so going in, I had what I would say was like a role model. Um, he graduated super successfully, and I just really wanted to follow in his footsteps and kind of like land where he landed at the end. So. I didn't even consider what my interests were. I didn't consider what made me who I am. I didn't consider, you know, the unique qualities that God had gifted me. Um, and I kind of just followed in someone else's footsteps in what seemed to be the best thing. Um, and at the end of my journey in, in university, I mean, I did well, but it was kind of what Ernest said, you know, you're climbing this building, you get to the top and you realize, like, what, where am I? Like, this doesn't seem right to me. Um, So, you know, I had a calling on on my heart about, you know, something that God wanted me to do and a a direction that God wanted me to go in. Um, So once I finally took that step and realized that, you know, God was telling me, like, listen, Chi-Chi, you might have to be the one to to pave those footsteps for other people to walk in. Um, And that's something that I've never had to do before. Um, But... Once I, you know, took the first step and continued walking, I realized how peaceful I felt. I didn't feel lost, I didn't feel confused or anxious. I felt joyful, and it was this peace and joy that I genuinely never felt in my life before. So that's when I knew that, you know, I was following God's will. And it's a continuous journey. I mean, I just graduated recently, but I'm finding that God has instilled in me so much purpose and each, as each day goes on, I'm, I'm learning what that purpose is and I'm learning, you know, how to really discern what God's will is versus, um, you know, just what's my own desire. Um, so, yeah.
3: So I just want to add, Chichi, you just reminded me of something. So another reassurance that I knew was God's will was that after I made that decision, when I tell you, like my life went, chew, all it was like, chew, I'm sorry, I always make sound effects, but it went up, right? It just like everything that I felt like was was weighing me down in during that during that time and season. Like I had that peace, I had that joy, but also like God showed me that okay like kind of reassured me that this was a decision you're supposed to have made and this is how you're excelling from one level to one level to one level so just want to add that as well like yes you had the peace you had that joy and also god was showing another way as well like you were shoo all the way up (laughs) and you know for a fact that that was god so
0: praise the lord so you, hear it, so you heard it here, people, people in attendance and people watching online. When you're in the will of God, you experience a kind of peace that transcends all understanding and your joy is full. And I hope that the experiences and the lessons taught by our panelists here were of benefit to you and I hope that it produces fruit in your life moving forward and I just want to say thank you to all the panelists that oh yeah go ahead Kevin
2: (laughs) um this just came came to my memory um so this scripture James chapter 4 from verse 13 and it says Look here, you who say, today or tomorrow, we're going to a certain town and we'll stay there a year. We will do business there and make a profit. How do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like the morning fog. It's here a little while, then it's gone. What you ought to say is, if the Lord wants us to, we will live and do this or that. Otherwise, you are boasting about your own pretentious plans, and all such boasting is evil. Uh, remember, it is sin to know what you ought to do and then not do it. Um, this kind of speaks to me a lot because like, we're in a generation, we do live in a generation where like, whatever comes to our mind, we do it a lot of times, and... Um, I just thought about the whole thing that happened in Hawaii. Um, I do have a friend that um, had like a wedding and he wanted to go to Hawaii for his honeymoon, but thank God, like God was able to rescue him from there. But you know about the whole wildfires that happened in in Hawaii. And um, it just makes me realize that like, we can't just be making the rash decisions or just, oh, This place on Instagram looks nice. I'm gonna go there and then just travel there. Like we do have to ask God and ask God if He wants us to go there because we don't know what tomorrow looks like. And also, like God, like we said, God has a plan and a purpose for everybody. Um, We don't want to waste our lives not doing what God wants us to do because. Like we said, God has this amount of plans for us, for us to prosper, good plans and everything. We don't want to waste our lives doing what we want and then coming short of what God wants us wants from us. Um, so I would say it's like um, beneficial to ask God before we do anything or before we go anywhere. Um, praise God.
0: Hallelujah. And with that being said. Thank you once again to all of our panelists, and I'll just close this out with a closing prayer. In Jesus' name, Heavenly Father, we thank you for another successful Takeover Thursday. Lord, as our panelists ministered to the people in attendance and people online, I pray that the the lives of the people that listened, may they be touched and transformed, may body of Christ and the people that were in attendance or watched online, may they start walking in your will and submit their own desires and align themselves with what you want to do in their lives. Thank you, Lord, for answered prayers. In Jesus' name, I pray.